Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Setting expectations around patient financial responsibility is an increasingly important part of the hospital revenue cycle. To discuss how hospitals can balance the financial health of their organizations while being accommodating to patients during the COVID-19 pandemic, I'm joined by Keith Grubel. Keith is an innovative and driven executive with more than 22 years of finance experience. As president of business development for BHG Patient Lending, he builds strategic relationships with healthcare facilities to help them implement an industry-leading patient lending program that increases revenue and improves their patient experience. Keith, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Michael. Appreciate you uh, accommodating me and getting me on the air with you. Yeah, we're looking forward to the discussion here because this is certainly uh, going to be an interesting area for hospitals over the coming weeks. And, you know, Keith, in good times, having discussions with patients about their financial responsibility can be a delicate matter. With the spread of COVID, how has this conversation changed, in your opinion? Um, You're 100% spot on that it's always been a delicate conversation. I think it's one that we're still learning to embrace a lot in the healthcare industry. I don't know that, um, you know, we were at a point where we were really great at managing the expectations around patient responsibility before COVID. Now with this pandemic going on, all the obvious changes that are happening to what is getting billed and who is getting billed and how to manage it, the conversation continues to evolve. I think the, uh, the most common feedback or, co- or comment you hear out there is that you know it's a very challenged time and we shouldn't be talking about finance. And I will say very, very loudly that I, I believe that it's a very unfortunate timing, absolutely, but it's a mandatory conversation that we cannot walk away from and we can't shy away from. I think it's gotta be definitely much more delicate in nature but the conversations have to continue. We've got to actually set the right expectations because the reality is that the patients that are coming back or getting back home in the coming weeks, the coming months, you know, hopefully we're able to jumpstart the economy and get everything back on track. But a lot of people's financial position is going to be very different. If we're not setting expectations for them and letting them know, there may be a bill coming in the mail. There may be some charges. Your insurance coverage requires that you pay a certain portion of your medical, uh, medical related expenses. And that's going to be coming to you. And by the way, we have plans. We can work with you. We have options for you. If we don't start opening those conversations again and embracing them, I think we're setting up our patients for a bad experience. And I think we're setting ourselves up and as far as the healthcare facilities for a really rude awakening when uh, things start settling down. These bills actually make their way into people's inboxes. And over the last few days, several major health payers and uh, CMS itself, have de- they've decided to waive patient coinsurance and deductibles for any COVID-related treatment. Keith, how does this affect the discussion about patient responsibility? Well, um, a couple of things. Number one, if it is a COVID-related case, uh, I think it's important that you still inform these patients of you know, the fact that their providers are going to be waiving their fees or deductibles. Um, I think that we still have to educate the patient as best as we can, because this is obviously changing almost daily, like you just said, you know, just a couple of days ago, a new ruling comes out. But you've got to be educating your patients and talking them through what the potential um, uh, bills might look like coming from this. If it is a 100% COVID-related case and there is not going to be one, well, how are they doing that? 
Are you supposed to be collecting from the patient and the patient's being reimbursed? How are the payers making those deductible adjustments? Are we just not collecting anything? If that's the case, that's perfectly fine. But again, I go back to over-communicating the reason why. Because unfortunately, what you could create is a culture of kind of, well, I go into the hospital, I never got a bill, so now am I not going to pay for healthcare anymore? Is everything going to be covered for me? So I go back to the same point of setting the expectations right now, especially in this heightened sense of awareness and in this uh, moment of concern where people are very sensitive. I understand it's a fragile conversation. It's one that should be handled very, very delicately and very humanely. But it still has to happen because if we do not have the conversation, you could be setting the wrong term, the wrong tone, excuse me, with patients, and you could be setting them up for the potential of real, true, quote unquote, surprise billing. You know, if we don't talk about it, we don't create rulings around it, we don't take proactive approaches as healthcare facilities. Unfortunately, the anecdotal evidence becomes a real evidence, and so the stories of that one-off billing mistake. I think you've already seen a couple of news stories where people said, you know. I went to the hospital for COVID-19 and had a $35,000 bill. Unfortunately, a lot of times we hear those stories, but if we don't have a process in place that says, no, that's absolutely not the fact, and this is exactly how we handle it, and we're not communicating it, we're putting ourselves in a position to fail. And Keith, what about individuals that are uninsured? How should a hospital be approaching the financial conversation with them at this time? Um, very, very similarly. Uh, I would be very big on educating about the tools that you have in place. And I'd be researching programs and let them know, you know, unfortunately, there is costs related with your health care. You don't have insurance. Obviously, I'm sure we are screening them for any additional benefits that they may be able to, uh, to be eligible for. I know there's a lot of charity uh, available, obviously, a lot of charity cases that people might be eligible for. But you should also be telling them, as much as we're going to go through a screening process and we're going to try to get you every benefit that's available to you from the government or from, um, you know, whatever uh, charity care that you don't have funding available for, you still might have a responsibility. And if you have a responsibility, please make sure you pick up the phone and call us. We can work with you. We will find ways to create affordable payment plans for you and set those up, which kind of brings me to a, a second point, which is honestly, this is an ideal time to be revisiting all of your financial policies when it comes to patient responsibility and understanding how we could serve the patient better how you could have more flexible um, programs or partner with vendors that allow you to, to offer more flexible programs so that your patient's affordability goes up. That's really what it's going to boil down to when all of this is said and done is making sure that we've set the right expectation and not just set the expectation, but have the tools available, have the programs available for patients to be able to pay. Because, I mean, I say oftentimes, I don't believe people are bad. I don't believe people don't have the intention of paying. I believe that people don't have the right tools to pay. And that fear often paralyzes people. The best way to overcome that financial fear is to have those conversations. At some point, we all hope that things will settle into a more normal routine for, for hospitals and, and for all of us. Um, what should hospitals be preparing for now so they're in a strong position once a more typical cadence begins to reemerge? So God willing, that happens sooner than later. I think that we're all longing for the days of a little bit of more normalcy and, and kind of get everything back into the normal day-to-day -day living. Uh, I think right now it's an important time, and I've been preaching this across all healthcare facilities, to really be looking at the state of finances. I mean, the articles that you're seeing coming out over and over and over again are getting increasingly concerning as far as how much the healthcare um, industry overall is losing in potential revenue. 
because of the closure of elective services, because of the limited amount of, uh, of people that are actually going into healthcare facilities, and the cost of care for all this emergency preparation to be prepared to handle COVID cases. And um, there's a lot of lost revenue right now. And so one of the things that I keep telling everyone is this is the ideal time to be looking at your revenue cycle processes and understanding what can we do better? What KPIs are we really measuring? How are we offering uh, support to our patients? Do we have enough programs? Are the programs that are in place flexible enough to make sense and make it affordable for patients? Because at the end of this, as I keep going back to, affordability is going to be the key thing. Patients have to figure out an affordable way to make payments. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of our traditional plans that we're accustomed to, where it's maybe a 12-month payment plan or on the long term, an 18-month payment plan for a patient, that's not long enough. And especially with potential economic challenges happening, layoffs and unfortunate uh, closures and from businesses and the economy with the way things are right now, you've got to have flexible solutions available for your patients and you've got to really start revisiting the revenue cycle during this period of time and making sure that it's prepared for what's eventually going to come. And that is going to be uh, a large wave of patient responsibility potentially needing to be collected. Um, you know, all of your, hopefully all of your elective cases coming back into your hospitals. A lot more patients come that have been putting off care during this time out of fear of um, contracting COVID or, or just not wanting to bog down the hospital facilities that may be caring for patients with COVID-19, you're going to see a huge re resurgence of patients coming into healthcare facilities. If we're not prepared financially for them now, we could really, really be putting ourselves even further into a hole or even further into uh, financial hardships if we don't have flexible programs that allow patients to be able to pay for that uh, those services. It's good advice, Keith. If uh, someone wanted to learn more about you and the services that uh, your firm provides, where can they go? Oh, they can go to uh, www.bhgpatientlending.com. Uh, they can actually go to, for an easier one, paywithbhg.com. It'll redirect them to the same site. Uh, well, they can feel free to reach out to me via email or phone call. I'm not sure if you'll post that with the, uh, with the podcast or if you want me to share that now, but I'm happy to help anybody that I can answer any questions that I can and really just help um, people hopefully get a better grasp of their financial situation and what we could do to work through this together and make sure our industry comes out of this challenge with the opportunity to really thrive. We will, we will definitely have links uh, to your site from uh, the blog post associated with the podcast. So any listener that uh, would like to get in touch with you can do that. Keith Grubel, thanks so much for joining us on the Hospital Finance Podcast today. It was my pleasure. Stay healthy, stay safe. Thank you for all what you're doing to continue educating healthcare providers out there and giving them such valuable resources. It's really appreciated, Michael. Same to you, Keith. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.